This is Camp Life, The Other Side. A bi-weekly podcast for summer camp professionals. Hosted by Kelly Cook and Natalie Hamilton. Now it's time to explore the other side of summer camp. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us once again for another episode of Exploring the Other Side. This is Natalie Hamilton here, and I am joined again with Kelly Cook. And today's topic is going to be on leadership staff specifically. Should leadership staff be paid more? And what kind of leadership staff are we talking here? Like, are we talking like seasonal directors? Are we talking our unit leads? Are we talking office admin? Like where, where, what, when we say leadership staff, what, what do you think of leadership staff? Like what, what is a leadership So staff in like? this specific topic, when I'm thinking of leadership staff, I'm not thinking of our director level staff. Um, I'm not even thinking of our potentially more year round, more coordinator level staff. Um, I feel like those are in kind of a different, different boat, different ball game. When I think of leadership staff, I'm thinking more of those, those program leads, maybe those unit leads, those activity leads, the ones that are maybe one or two steps up the, the hierarchy from your general camp counselors. That is, and listen, that in my opinion, that's what I am thinking about when I'm thinking about leadership staff, um, your, your seasonal coordinators, or you have seasonal directors, they're in a whole different boat, but I do feel like they can still be slightly related back to this topic, just in respect of, yes, they may be paid more, but truly how much more should they be getting paid? So that's my opinion on it. Kelly, what are you thinking? Okay. Well, first, I just wanted to make sure we clarified what leadership staff <laughs> is because it, it's different for everyone. You know, oh, absolutely. We, we have, you know, we are considered leadership staff as directors, full-time leadership staff. You know, I, I've worked at a camp where I was a seasonal director on leadership, but then, you know, we also have what we're referring to leadership is our unit leads and and those those program leads and things like that. So that seasonal level of, of, of leadership, they they do. They do supervise counselors, but they themselves are almost kind of a counselor too in, in some aspects or in some job descriptions, things like that. So that's kind of where I just want to draw that baseline since everybody's got it differently. And then in terms of, yeah, should they be paid more? I mean, I was personally until recently under the impression that yes, they should. Um, that has now changed in my personal opinion. Um, but up until recently, I really did think they should have been paid more. You know, they usually for the most part have been either attending the camp for many years, either as a camper and or staff member, you know, they've, they've put their time in under, you know, under their belt and all this stuff. And they've really learned camp and things like that. However, given this day and age, we are bringing in leadership staff who haven't been at our camps for years and years on end. So they're coming in with either no, still no camp experience, but leadership experience. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because growing up as a leader, when I was in leadership, I got paid more than a counselor, significantly Mm -hmm. more than a counselor. And so I don't know, I guess, you know, it's the, we always did it this way. So we're going to continue doing this way. And which I feel is pretty much every everything decision that gets yeah. made. It's we've always done it this way. It'll be fine. 
so yeah, up until recently, I definitely thought that was the way to go. Um, but I also had no basis as to the why. I didn't have a why it was going to be done that way. It just, that's the way that's it's always been. So <laughs> my views have changed since then. Um, and we'll kind of get into that a little bit. Yeah. And so how this kind of came to be is once again, Kelly and I were just chatting around. <laughs> we were trying to work on our pay scale. Um, and we have been trying to get a pay increase like so many others of you out there are. We're trying to get a pay increase, increase, sorry, a pay increase for our seasonal summer staff. Um, and as we were going through this, we just posed the question of leadership staff get paid more. Why? Um, and with our specific staffing structure, is that the right move? I don't know. With, with the way that we have our, our, again, our staffing structure set up, our counselors, our lead staff, what those lead positions are, I personally don't think that they need to get paid more. Or if it is more, it's not a significant amount more. I'm the same boat as Kelly. All of the camps that I've worked at previously, you hit that leadership role and you're talking, you know, 30 to $50 a day more than your general staff. And for some positions that might absolutely be justified, but is that the case for all of them? And again, I was with Kelly as kind of the who's the way that we've done it. So sure. But when we're truly sitting down and thinking about it, I, I'm not sold hundred percent that leadership staff in some roles need to be paid that much more. Should there be a slight difference? Absolutely. That's a little bit of incentive for them to come back, um, for them to take on a little bit more responsibility. But also the question you have to ask is, how do you have your staff structure set up? Are they truly taking on more responsibility? Is your you know, waterfront coordinator or your ropes course coordinator or your unit lead, are they truly taking on more responsibility and more work than your, your general seasonal counselors? Or is it just different? And with the last podcast that we just did, we were talking about, are we asking our staff to do too much? If you are one of those camps where you need your staff to be able to, to accommodate and handle all of those scenarios, is there really a big difference between your general staff and your lead staff, or is it just a difference of work? They're just doing different jobs, but the scope, the gravity, the weight of their jobs are still very similar. And so that kind of led to this conversation of, what if we don't pay our leadership staff as much? Yeah, and I think for us too, we were really trying to find a way to find more funds for our staff yes, to get their pay increase. Trying and to work the budget as much we, as we yeah, can. As, as everyone is trying to do, you're trying to find where where can I pull money from for, for our staff? You know, I've heard people saying, we're not going to hand out a free t-shirt to our campers anymore and use those dollars to help fund more staffing you know, more staff salaries and, and things like that, or to be able to up their pay rates. I think the other thing too, is for us this past year in 2021, we had lead staff or what they were called were lead staff, but many of them, while they came to lead staff training and they got an extra week work at the pay, many of them didn't have any extras. 
and it was just how camp was structured before Natalie and I got here. And so we kind of went with it because it was our first full summer with our staff. And so we went to try to not make too many changes. We kind of went with it and we, we did things. So when we restructured our staffing this year and we noticed our staff really hadn't, they just have different jobs. You know, what we, what we restructured was we have those unit leads and they're with our day camp, with everybody coming in on the bus, they're not here earlier than anybody else. They don't stay later than anybody else. They just have a different job. And yes, they come to lead staff training and they learn a little bit more, but that's an extra week of pay, a little bit of extra learning, things like that. But at the end of the day, their job is different. And it's not that we are asking them necessarily to do more than the counselors. We're just asking them to do a different job and have different responsibilities. You know, we're not asking them to also take on a group. They are floaters here at our camp. Like they will be floating from group to group to check in on them but they don't have a group and being a lead. So if they would, if they had their own group, in addition to lead staff responsibilities, I could see them us paying them more, I think, because mm-hmm. I then we're asking that. them to be with a group during the day, but then also figure out, okay, if they have to do a schedule, if they have to approve programs, if they have to do different things, like then they have additional responsibilities, but they don't have a group during the day. They are, they're floating and checking in on groups and they might have a group for an hour, but they don't have a group from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Correct. Yeah. And, and again, I think it kind of goes back to the, how you have your staff set up, but what, what is that distinction between those leadership staff who don't have a group with them? They are, maybe they're helping set up program. Maybe they are helping facilitate programs. Um, Maybe they are helping with the scheduling. Um, What is your distinction from them versus that next level of leadership staff where there should be a true or there does need to be a true pay increase, pay bump? Um, My personal opinion, I think if they have anything more than just a, you know, face-to-face, hi, how you're doing, parent communication responsibility, that kind of, in my opinion, bumps them into that, that coordinator, that more directory type role where a, a bigger pay jump is appropriate. If they are having parent conversations that, again, aren't just the morning, how are you, you know, drop off and pick up type of thing or is Sunday check-in, you know, Saturday checkout kind of a deal. Anything more than that is where, in my opinion, that's where I would kind of distinguish between leadership staff that we're talking about in this capacity versus your leadership staff who who are truly doing a larger job, more responsibility, a very different role. What, also, do, you, what do you kind of think on? So I agree with, that? I agree with that, but I also, if they don't have the parent interaction, because not every leadership position does truly have parent mm-hmm. interaction. I think it also comes down to what are we asking them to do outside of normal camp hours? So if you have a leadership position that you are asking them to be there before everybody else, staff, kids, all that significantly, not just like a 10, 20 minutes, like significantly, like an hour or more, half an hour or more, you know, you're asking them to be there that early to do something, whatever it might be, not like a quick meeting, but like a true, like, okay, you're coordinating the buses at 6 a.m. before everybody, you know, and camp start doesn't start till eight or nine, like that, 
that's a significant yeah, amount of if you are going to be on duty until midnight you know walking around making sure everyone's in their cabins lights off things of that sort yes. staff are back of back from their off time and checked in Yes, I think I, I, I think agree with that. I think those because they may not have to deal with parents, but they are having to coordinate and do things. I mean, especially I can remember being a, a seasonal director and having to be on call for when those staff come back from a day off or an evening off. And I mean, that's a lot of responsibility too, even for a 21 year old to have to handle potentially inebriated mm-hmm. friends, counselors, whatever they may be to you. Yeah, their coworkers. Their coworkers. But yeah, I I mean that's that's asking a twenty one year old to do a lot typically. Oh, absolutely. I mean, or or if you are a, a camp that you know has leadership in those types of roles that are nineteen. I mean, mm-hmm. now you've got someone who isn't of legal drinking age with a coworker who's coming in inebriated from a time off who is of legal drinking or may not be. I mean, but that <laughs> <laughs> stories. That means um, you don't have to worry about a day camp anymore. Yes. I mean, we still have some, I mean, there's hangovers and things, but you know, we don't have to. Yeah. But yes. So, I mean, for that aspect, if you're dealing with those types of things, those bigger potential conflicts that, you know, would require full-time director help, or maybe you are in a seasonal role that you have that ability to, to do those big things, to fire people, to, you know, set consequences. I think then, you know, you can add more. It doesn't necessarily have to be parent communication per se um, because some overnight camps, they are in those bigger roles and deal with bigger things and ask to be there longer and they never talk to a parent just in their role. So yes, those are, I feel like those are the two ends and I'm sure there's more out there and, and other people may have other opinions on that, but I think those are the two avenues where it could potentially be a, a bigger, steeper, differentiate differ English is not my my strong suit here different in dif- different in pay scale yes things yeah <laughs> distinction in pay scale that's the word I got your back Kelly I got your thanks back. appreciate it yeah but yeah just that way you know for those of you that are listening you know again it really comes down to your pay structure or your staffing structure um, as to kind of what what you classify as as that higher level leadership, um, where you do again need to have a true true distinction in pay to just be able to draw in those people that have those experiences um, and the um, the maturity to hold those positions, versus your your leadership staff who get maybe just one or two steps up the the chain of command as far as leadership staff go. Um, so what we are doing here this year is we are only paying, again, those lead staff, those unit leads, those activity leads, um, we're only paying them $10 extra per week, a week, per week, a week, um, as opposed to our general staff. Um, but we also have a, uh, it's an additional how much is it, Kelly? Um, for every year that you come back, ten dollars. Um, so it's also the same. So yeah. if they're a second year staff and they're taking on a leadership role, then they'll get an additional twenty dollars on you know their weekly pay for that week. And so that's how our pay structure works. It's we have a base price that we pay our staff, and then we you know adjust out. You add on if you have these certifications, it's this much extra. If you have this, 
um, you know, background or you have a, just a CDL and you can drive a bus, you're automatically going to get a heck of a lot more money because you can drive a bus for us. And I feel all of us are in that, that spot. If you're not looking for staff, you're looking for bus drivers right now if you provide transportation. Um, so, but that is the route that we took. And what that allowed us to do is it allowed us to save enough or at least a, enough money to justify to our board, because we are a nonprofit camp, um, justify to our board to get a new pay scale approved. So our general camp counselors pay is significantly higher than what it was last year and what it has been in past years. We were able to That's one of the biggest benefits that we found in going this route is it did give us some savings and some money Mm -hmm. and some, some backing to go to the board and say, hey, if we scale back here, we can increase here and hopefully get a better pool of candidates and better quality staff to come in. Yeah, we were able uh, to go from our base pay was two fifty per week Monday, so Monday through Friday we based it off a thirty five hour work week. Uh, so we were able to go from two fifty per week for just base pay that doesn't include add ons. That's if you were to walk in the door with no certifications to three fifteen, um, which isn't where we want to be in the long run, but it's a very nice step in the correct direction, at least in, in what we're trying to accomplish here. But yeah, I mean it's. It's, it's definitely different from camp to camp. And some of you may pay hourly and some of you, you know, do have that day rate or weekly rate or even a summer stipend, whatever you may pay. Um, but at least for us, it was able to, to help get us there. But kind of playing devil's advocate, I know we, we pay on a, you know, here's the weekly base rate and then add on for certs and things like that. But what about someone who comes in by experience? You know, what if you know, that leadership person doesn't have the same experience as a counselor. Are you still going to pay your leadership staff more, even though your counselor has more experience? And I'm not even saying like with your camp specifically, they could have worked at another camp. You know, what do you pay on experience? Do you pay or just on your, your pay rate? Now we're stuck to a pay rate, but that's why we have those additional certification add-ons and then paid additionally, if you've spent multiple years with us. But I, I'm just curious if other camps just pay based strictly on experience. Like if you've worked at three different camps over three different summers, do they come in? I'm, I mean, I've never seen a camp do this. I'm just kind of curious. Like, I have they, either. you know, you work three years at three different camps or even two camps, and then you come to a new one and you've got three years of summer camp experience and you're not, you don't want leadership and that's okay. Not everybody wants a leadership role. It's, it can be a lot, but I'm kind of curious, like, does anybody pay on experience and outside experience, not just with your camp? And what does that pay scale look like? Yeah, because I have I have not been a part of a camp or even heard of a camp um, who has has done it that way. Um, but is that what we need to do? Is that something that we all need to be looking at, um, especially with COVID summer and so many camps closing, either just for the summer or even permanently at this point, or you know, staff trying to to find that next step to, to help further them in the career in their career, especially if they're hoping to come into a full-time camping camping capacity. Is that something we need a benefit we need to offer them is hey, this is our base price, maybe, but if you have this amount of experience, we we can get you this bonus. Or do you even have the ability to have that um, that flexibility and make those decisions? Or are you stuck to 
kind of like we are a board approved pay scale and mm-hmm. HR approved pay scale. Um, so yeah, I think a lot of the private camps would have a lot more flexibility with that as opposed to a lot of the nonprofits. So if you are one of those camps, please, you know, email us. Our stuff will be in the notes after this podcast. Um, email us because we'd love to hear about it. And we'd love to share it with um, everyone else if you are okay with that as well. Yeah. Um, but kind of going back to the point you just made of not everyone wants a leadership staff role. I think this also is going to help a lot of those staff who say they want a leadership staff role simply because it does pay better. Mm-hmm. When in reality, they are a good counselor and that is where they shine and that is where they strive, but they take these leadership roles too early or when they truly don't want it just because they think, oh, there's you no, know, there's a $50 difference. There's a hundred dollar difference, whatever. There's a big enough difference to justify them pulling themselves out of a position that they are comfortable and excelling and good at to put themselves in a role that they might not Mm -hmm. actually be that great at. They might not be ready for, they might not enjoy. And then do we lose them permanently after that because we allowed them to go into that role because they had been here for so long and oh, we need someone to take that spot. So it might as well be this person because at least they've been here long enough to know know the ropes about it. And so that is another thing that we were hoping that this change would make is not, not allowing staff to get in the head that, oh, I can go on to leadership. I get paid more. Mm-hmm. And also the mentality of, oh, leadership staff, their work is so much easier. I've heard that a lot. I hear that all the time. The but I think it's important. Leadership staff work, they, it's so much easier. Um, but kind of, again, helping to, to dispel that rumor a little bit. And it, it's not easier. It's not harder. It's just a different job. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes a good point too, because you want, you know, we all want our staff to succeed and have a great summer. And so those staff who, who are trying to go for those roles, you know, you mentioned we might lose them permanently. Well, we could lose them permanently because we hire them and it does not work out. And then we have to let them go. And, mm-hmm. you know, for a lot of us, we don't bring back staff that we let go. And so, you know, you lose a really good staff member who could have just stayed as a counselor and excelled and you may have had them for another year or two, or, you know, you, you don't put them in that role and then they can't come back for their own personal reasons. And then you've lost them still too. And right. so, you know, you don't want to, I mean, we have a handful of our staff who excel at being a counselor and do really, really great job. And I mean, we would love to see them in leadership roles for sure, because Mm -hmm. we think that, and they've shown that they could be, they just don't want it. And, you know, I don't think we should penalize them on their pay because they don't want a leadership role. I think, you know, we should still be able to pay them. I mean, we have a staff member this summer, this will be his fourth, fifth summer working here. Um, And we offered him a leadership position because we both feel that he would be capable of doing it. And he he said he didn't want it. He wanted to just be a counselor. That's where he felt comfortable. That's where he felt like he could excel and succeed. And that's great. And I mean, thankfully with our pay scale, with having, you know, returning staff pay Mm -hmm. bumps, He's actually getting paid almost as much as a leadership staff, if not more, would be at this point. So he's still <laughs> getting, you know, rewarded at that point for those years of service, and you know, feels that he is valued here, pay-wise, without having to take on an entirely different role that he doesn't feel that he's ready for or that he wants. Yeah, 
And, you know, this is the time of year. I know some of us ha may have started hiring, but I know being that this is February, you know, we are now at a point where there are some camps who are just getting ready to start hiring. You know, we've been at this since October and it's just starting to pick up now um, as per expected, but some places haven't had a chance to, to start hiring yet. And if you haven't, look at it, check things out, see, see mm -hmm. if you could make some of these changes. You know, even if you have a board who has to approve of it, you know, what, what counselor wouldn't want to be offered more money? Like if you had to initially offer them 250 a week and now you can come back to them and say, hey, actually we've been able to up our pay rates and we're going to actually pay you $315 a week. Like what 18 year old would be upset with that? Yeah. So, I mean, it's okay yeah, to it's gonna take a little bit of extra time, I think, to, even if you've got to adjust your pay scale and things like that, you know, it's okay to come back to them later and say, nope, we were able to up it. Sorry, you get more money now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. And again, just helping to, to, you know, draw staff in or help entice staff who haven't ever thought about working at camp because historically pay rates have been so low. If you can say, you know, and prove to them that, hey, we're trying to make these changes, you know, we're working on getting all of our staff paid better or more appropriately, that's going to encourage them to give it a shot and come back um, year after year. So just on the flip side, though, one of the reasons we are able to do this, and you know, this might be, be a, a struggle that some of you might have if you try to go down this route, is we didn't run in 2020. Our camp did not run here. Kelly and I both got here in 2021. So with missing a, missing a summer, we didn't have a lot of returning staff. We had this summer, and again, we're not expecting a ton of returning staff just because of some of the other programmatic changes and just the way that things are going, not only here, everywhere, um, you know, all across the country. So we're not <laughs> expecting to have a huge chunk of returning staff either. So it was also a great time for us to make that change because now we're not dealing with, you know, a leadership staff member who maybe has been there for two, three years. And now all of a sudden, they're not getting a raise, or maybe they're not that you want to decrease their pay, um, but you're not you're not dealing with that camp culture of all of a sudden now leadership staff are getting paid significantly less. Mm -hmm. um, so just something to think about, and you know if you are in that that luxury of not having a ton of returning staff, so it allows you to make some of these bigger changes um, without that backlash that you might get get from those returning staff members. I say give it a shot. Um, but if you do have that culture of a, a strong returning staff, it definitely might, is going to be a little bit harder for you to, to make that happen. Um, but definitely something to still explore and think about by all means. Yeah, absolutely. Any other things on this topic? I know this is another one that could spiral into a million other topics um, as well. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you can tie this back into, the, again, the last one we just did, if, if we're asking our counselors to do too much, are we asking our leadership staff to do too much? You know, it's it's not just, you know, asking that that small, well, it's actually large, the large population <laughs> of your, your general camp counselors, um, you know, are their job requirements, are there ex expectations we have for them? Is it appropriate 
for what they're being paid? You know, is it appropriate for what we're asking them to do? You can also apply that to your leadership staff. You know, if you are truly putting a lot of responsibility with handling, you know, camper behaviors, staff, you know, drama, staff mental health, um, you know, program facilities, all of those things. If your leadership staff are truly in charge of and have a very heavy involvement in all of any and all of those things, maybe you do need to truly have a bigger, um, a bigger budget for them. Or can you scale their workload back? Can you rearrange? And let's be honest, I think all of us over these past five years, if not five years, these past few years <laughs> have probably rearranged our staff structure and job descriptions multiple times just to deal with the fact that we don't have enough staff. <laughs> so uh, we're probably already pretty good at making all of these changes and thinking through, and you might already have, you know, option A through D in a drawer somewhere that you stuck because option E was the one that you went with, you know, maybe it's time to pull those back out and look at them. Um, and again, just see is, is the workload appropriate? Is it reasonable? Um, and then can, can you be competitive enough with your pay to, to make that, to make it worth it for them, essentially? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cool. Awesome. Well, this has been fun. discussing (laughs) leadership staff and pay. I think think this is one that it's weird because most of these topics were like, we have no idea. I don't know what we're going to do. This one's different because we actually had a plan. We we had a plan with this one doing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We don't always have the answers and our answer may not be your answer either. So, uh, it's been fun. This is, you know, we are here to explore the other side of things and, you know, hopefully, our tactic of how we found some extra dollars helps you think outside the box. But we also want to hear from you where you found, if, if you found extra dollars to pay your staff, I'd love to hear about it too, because, you know, I think this is going to be an ongoing payment of staff in general, whether they be leadership or general counselors, I think is going to be an ongoing thing we have been faced as directors we will need to continue looking at this on a yearly basis if not maybe we get away with it for a couple more years but it's going to be a yearly basis for a while and you know i want to know where everybody else is if you found areas to find dollars for payment for your staff i'd love to know because we'll probably want to up our pay scale again next year i mean at this point we've been looking at it every year since we've been here so uh yeah send us a question If you have something you want Natalie and I to discuss, we'd love to hear about it. It doesn't even have to be on on this topic. It can be any any topic in general. We'd love to discuss it with you guys. Potentially come on as a guest with us and and discuss it with us, or you may be anonymous. It's up to you and what you want to do. Um, But our contact information is in the show notes. Uh, So check that out. And we will talk to you all next time. Bye, everybody. Show notes for this podcast can be found at summercamppro.com. In the menu, click on podcasts and you'll find all the episodes there.